Welcome back to Sportsish, the podcast, a place to make sports fun, cute, and easy, a place to bring you the sports and the ish. It's not your boyfriend's sports news. It's sports for the girlies. My name is Lily, and I am your host. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like we have a few new ears on the pod. So welcome. Whether you're here because you found us from a Travis Kelsey deep dive a few weeks ago, or you've been here since the beginning, or this is your first episode, thank you for choosing Sportsish because there are a lot of places you could find sports news right now. It is hot. It's trending. Uh, Taylor has put sports on the map. I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. Like I'm flabbergasted. Everyone is talking about sports. Today is is an exciting day. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a weird way to say it. Today is my birthday, November 17th. I am turning 31 years old today, which feels way older than 30. Turning 30 felt like very fun, exciting, 30, flirty, and thriving. It just feels, it feels significantly older than 30. But I've got a great day planned, mostly tonight. I'm, I'm going dancing at a Taylor Swift-themed club party situation. I don't know all the details, but I found, I just searched what was going on in the city, in New York City, that's where I live, on my birthday and somehow this Taylor Swift dance party popped up and it it felt like fate, truly. So I'm grabbing all my best friends and we're going dancing downtown to a Taylor Swift party. No idea what to expect. I will report next week. I'm a birthday girl. I love birthdays. I love other people's birthdays. I love my birthday. I feel like for a long time, it was not cool to like your birthday or really like anything a lot. It was not cool to care. Does anyone else feel that way? Like when we were growing up, it was not cool to be passionate or care a lot about really anything. And I feel like things are coming back around. It is cool to care again. It's cool to be excited about things again. It's been a year of just total excitement for so many things. And so I will say it loud and proud. I love birthdays. I love celebrating other people. And I love my own birthday. Birthdays are so fun. It's the one day, one out of 365, that you can totally just indulge someone and let them know how much you love them. I've always been a birthday girl. So when I found out that, you know, a pod episode would come out on my birthday, I thought, what can I, what can I do? How can I make this themed? And I thought I would do a little Q&A. So I had you guys submit some questions. I just took a few questions and I'm going to answer them. And then for the end of the podcast, uh, I'm going to bring on a longtime co-host of mine, also known as my husband, and we're going to discuss a very pressing issue that happened within the last week of sports. This is said with high sarcasm. It's not like a very pressing issue. It is imperative to discuss. So first and foremost, in the world of sports, last week, I begged you all to watch the National Women's Soccer League championship game because we wanted to see Allie Krieger and Gotham FC really take that revenge era and run with it. And that they did. They won the cup. They won the title. And just everything that Allie Krieger has been through within the last literal month. 
What a wild ride to go from such heartbreak, betrayal, and then come out on top to win the championship. Her brother, his name is Kyle Krieger. He is all over social media and posts the funniest things, just throwing major shade at Allie's ex-wife, Ashlyn. And when she won, he said, going from being blindsided by the most heartbreaking news possible days before your retirement game to leading Gotham FC through the playoffs to your first NWSL championship victory, it is really the most badass thing imaginable. And that sums it up. Allie Krieger went from being betrayed and heartbroken by, you know, what appears to be major infidelity on her ex-wife's part to winning her first NWSL championship and retiring in the same day. Heart is swelling for her. Just so impressed by her. And women's soccer seems to be one of the fastest growing sports in the country right now in terms of engagement and investing and new teams popping up. And Allie Krieger has a lot to do with it. She is an OG. She's won two World Cups. She's been in the spotlight for a long time. And I can't wait to see what she does moving forward. All right, we've got to talk about it because it is an incredibly big part of this week's sports news. But karma, karma is the guy on the Chiefs. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. What? When I tell you that I haven't had butterflies like that since the night I met my husband, and I'm not kidding. I, I was a giddy, giggly little girl watching the Eras tour unfold with Travis Kelsey there watching. I mean, this man is a 6'5", large NFL player who is like melting while watching Taylor Swift perform, snacking on his chips. Please tell me you all saw him eating his chips. (laughs) He is the definition of a golden retriever. If you have been living under a rock and you haven't seen, somebody pulled up Travis Kelsey's old tweets and you see that headline and you're like, oh, oh no, oh no, what did they find? However, what they found was the most wholesome and like mildly immature stuff that just makes him, I don't know, all the more endearing, for example. It's such a nice day out, dot, 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 as I stare from my math class, dot, 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 S-M-H, hashtag must be nice. Stare is spelled S-T-A-I-R, as in a step, a flight of stairs. He is staring out his math class window. <laughs> Lots of misspelled words. He said, up at Olive Garden with Papa, had to grab the fettuccine with the chicken Alfredo, hashtag schmackin. <laughs> oh, this is the best one. This is about to go goat cart racing, dot, dot, dot. Ha ha, hope I fit in the cart. Okay, can we just talk about the fact that he called it goat <laughs> goat cart racing? Travis, my friend, it's goat cart racing, but you know, why not? Today it's goat cart racing. Okay, next. The moon looks crazy tonight, dot, dot, dot. I'm a chill out here for a little and just visualize my success and vibe to the scenery. Okay. This one has exploded. This is the epitome of Travis Kelsey's tweets. I just gave a squirrel, spelled S-Q-U-I-R-L-E, a piece of bread, and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha, hashtag crazy. I, I can't. And listen, we all have embarrassing, funny, 
ironic past on the internet. I would not like to scroll my past Facebook posts because listen, most of it, most of it is subtweeting ex-boyfriends through Taylor Swift lyrics. I just like a deep apology to any guy I ever dated and for the sub tweets that you endured over the next few months after our breakup. Um, that was my downfall is that I had really embarrassing Facebook posts. But this is when I was like 14, 15, 16. I think I, I think finally I came to my senses like maybe 18-ish and didn't post as embarrassing Facebook statuses. Um, Travis Kelsey was 21 when he was tweeting these things. Okay. 21 that, that he was not a preteen. This man was 21 talking about squirrels smashing pieces of bread. (laughs) I can't, but listen, he keeps getting compared to a, a golden retriever, but a golden retriever seems like they would make a pretty good boyfriend. I grew up with golden retrievers. There's no one who loves you more than a golden retriever. So Travis Kelsey is going to love the heck out of Taylor Swift. And speaking of, it's been reported that his parents and her parents, both of whom, by the way, are divorced, will be coming to the Chiefs-Eagles game this weekend where Travis and Jason are playing each other. And just, I mean, ironically, the Swifts are Eagles fans. It just like, it's the way that this relationship has changed sports, changed football, changed women's interest in sports. I just, I am forever, I am forever indebted to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I, I cannot explain the way I love this relationship. Whatever happens, if they're engaged by spring, if they're, you know, doomed, if they're endgame or not, I, I will forever be indebted to this relationship. I love it so much. I'm just so happy. And just a side note, also in Travis Kelsey news, he and his brother, Jason Kelsey, have released a Christmas song. So Jason Kelsey has spearheaded a Christmas album by the Eagles players. This is the second year that they've done this. And he got Travis to come on for a song this year. And it is it is ridiculous. I mean, Travis sounds like a cartoon character, but he's honestly pretty decent. It's it's really hilarious. It's on Spotify right now. I think it might be in like the top three trending right now. So go give it a listen. It is called The Fairy Tale of Philadelphia. In other NFL news, Deshaun Watson, who's the Cleveland Browns quarterback, announced that he will miss the remainder of the season after undergoing shoulder surgery. Honestly, couldn't happen to a worse guy. If you don't know the history of the Deshaun Watson situation, in 2021, a massage therapist came forward saying that Watson had basically touched her very, very inappropriately while she was giving him a massage. Um, One thing about professional athletes is they are given professional massages all the time. This man in particular, many times. And other massage therapists started to come forward after the first claim was announced. In the end, 22 lawsuits were filed against Deshaun Watson. So two dozen women have said that Deshaun Watson has sexually assaulted them. Okay, he was fined $5 million. He was suspended 11 games by the NFL. He and completed a treatment program. Then he had to pay an additional $2 million to be donated to agencies that work to prevent sexual assault. In my opinion, 
that doesn't even scratch the surface of what should be done for justice for these women. But the Cleveland Browns must have zero morals because because after these women came forth, after the allegations were made, they signed Deshaun Watson to a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million deal. It, at the time, was the largest contract and most guaranteed money in NFL history, okay? So you're telling me this man has 22 sexual harassment allegations, and you are going to sign him to the largest contract in NFL history. Also, by the way, guaranteed money, right? So Deshaun Watson is now out for the season with his shoulder surgery. This is quite common with quarterbacks. Like, we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers, with Kirk Cousins. Quarterbacks are falling left and right. They get hurt. But this team liked him so much and saw so much potential in him. They gave him a guaranteed contract, which means that even if he gets hurt, he still gets his money. So no matter what, Deshaun Watson is getting his $230 million. I don't wish ill upon the majority of the human race. I don't want to see people get hurt. But Deshaun Watson doesn't deserve to play in the NFL. All I can say is that's karma right there, okay? There was a major catfight in the NBA this week. Um, It happened between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors have Draymond Green, who is known to be a drama king. He's known to start fights, be physical. He punched his own teammate last offseason. But this week, the two teams played each other. What happened was Clay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels were getting in a bit of a scuffle. Like there was a jersey being pulled, like pushes being thrown, unsure what was happening there okay so then rudy gobert a former jazz player now plays for the timberwolves who is known to be disliked among the league that is a fact it has been said by many players fans think it too rudy gobert is known to be disliked i think maybe there's a touch of arrogance i don't know why i just know that a lot of players don't like him he steps in to try and break up the fight and for some reason draymond green thinks that now he's the enemy So he goes after Rudy and puts him in this incredibly long headlock. I thought Rudy Gobert was going to pass out. And he like was not given, was not given up. And the coaches came out. People were ejected. Draymond, Clay, and McDaniels, they were all ejected from the game. And since the NBA suspended Draymond Green for five games without pay because they said he escalated an on-court altercation. What he actually did is he almost really hurt someone. And I like the Golden State Warriors, and I even have historically liked Draymond Green, but that's really dangerous. He could have really, really hurt Rudy Gobert. He's been suspended many, many times in his career. Like, he was suspended for Game 5 of the 2016 NBA Finals. He's just like, maybe this guy should take up hockey because... It's a, it's a little too rough for basketball. There's like no padding. There's nothing to protect you. So if you go after a guy, you know, you could really hurt him. Just my two cents, but it was pretty dramatic and, and you know, the most notable piece of NBA news from the week. Also notable is the situation with the former NHL player, Adam Johnson, who for a quick refresher, in case you didn't listen to last week or in case you haven't seen, he was a hockey player in the English Professional Hockey League, and he was cut by a skate on his throat, bled out, and passed away. And it's just the most devastating situation. And 
the player whose skate cut his throat actually was arrested and charged with manslaughter. He was released on bail. I've watched the video of the hockey player getting cut as much as I can bear. It's really disturbing. But it feels like the player genuinely just uh, fell. And his skate just so unfortunately cut the guy's throat. However, you know, people are saying that it was intentional, that it's not the first time that it's happened with this player. And so he was arrested on manslaughter obviously got out on bail. Whether or not there will be a hearing, I know nothing about the English court system, but I will keep you guys updated with that. Just a really heartbreaking situation to lose, you know, a 29-year-old budding athlete to something so tragic and so unfortunate and something that can be prevented uh, with players wearing neck guards. And that is a rule that I guess it's like uncool by hockey players this is what I've heard to wear neck guards, but you know, I think you'd rather be uncool and have your life. Just, just a thought. Okay. Jumping right in to the Q and a portion. It's going to be quick, but I did get some questions that I felt like should be answered bar none. The most asked question. I mean, it was repeated and repeated and repeated is, are you hiring? How can I work for you? Can I work for Sportsish, etc.? And this is so nice that people want to work for Sportsish. Such a flattering question. The thing is, I started this company completely on my own with honestly zero expectations, but big dreams. And I I was doing it as a mom, a full-time mom, so I kind of just did it while my son napped and then after he went to bed, and suddenly it started to feel real. I brought on interns and two of those interns have become employees. And then we have another group of interns. And right now we've just got, we've got a good thing going. However, we do a college credit internship program every single season. So spring, summer, fall, and winter. We have three different seasons of internships. So if you are in college and are interested in an internship, we are we're always always looking for interns and would absolutely love to to bring you on. So that's that's that kind of answers the are you hiring question. I mean like short answer no. Uh, long answer I would love to hire every single woman who has an interest in sports. Every woman who resonates with sportsish, I would love to hire them long-term, long-term goal. I just want to bring so many people on because I feel like so many women resonate with this idea of sports-ish, of liking sports, but liking the ish and making sports easy and approachable. And so if that is you, trust me, one day I want to hire you. Don't give up on me. The company just needs to grow a little bit first. And once we do, I'm bringing you on, mark my words. The next question was to talk about my experience running the New York Marathon. And this could take an entire podcast episode, but the gist of it is it was the most incredible thing I've ever done. I said this last week, it was the hardest thing I've ever done physically. I'm not a long distance runner historically. I started running in high school like my senior year, I think after my boyfriend dumped me, I was like really 
looking for some revenge, you know? And so the best revenge is to live well, right? And uh, look good, of course. So I started running and I, uh, I continued throughout throughout college a little bit, but never long distances. I've run a, th- a few halves, but living in New York City, Marathon Day is the biggest deal. You go out and you watch these runners run through, you know, all five boroughs and in Central Park. It's just really magical. I've watched the marathon four times now. And last year I had a two-week-old baby strapped to my chest, and that was my daughter, Rosie, who just turned one. And as I watched these runners and had her strapped to my chest and, you know, postpartum, there's just this feeling of like, who am I? What is my life? What is my body? What am I doing? And I just said to myself, I'm going to run it next year. I'm going to do it. I, I have to do it. That is, that is my goal for next year. And it was also the year I was 30 and I just wanted the year I was 30 to be a big one. And, you know, it has in in many ways, but I think the marathon was one of the biggest accomplishments, 26.2 miles. I I trained with the Peloton app and had a really good experience there. Bex Gentry is the coolest coach ever. If you don't have the Peloton app, I highly, highly recommend it if if you want to get into running. My experience running the New York Marathon, I felt really, really good starting off the race. One of the things that people warn you about when running a marathon, because it's 26.2 miles, is not to start off too fast. And it's my whole problem in running. I always start off too fast. I just get excited and adrenaline rush and I go. And there was no exception in the race. I knew I was going to do it and I did it. And can you blame me? Celine Dion was playing on my AirPods. You know, like it's all coming back to me now. You can't not like sprint to that song. You start off in Staten Island and you go across this bridge to Brooklyn. The views are incredible. The vibes are incredible. New Yorkers are cheering you on, but also like the runners are cheering each other on. People are posing for photos, like just like so happy. The emotion really gets you. And so I started off really hot. Around mile 16 and a half is when I saw my family. And leading up to that, just gone up the Queensboro Bridge, which is known in the New York Marathon as like the hardest, most difficult part. Um, it's like a straight incline for a mile, and then you decline on the way to Manhattan. So I declined into Manhattan. The crowds were roaring, but that had been really physically demanding. My feet were really, really starting to hurt, and I had gone really fast. So my body was like, what are you doing? I knew my family was going to be there. And I just like was searching the crowds for them. And I was so emotional at this point in the race, like mile 16 ish, because I knew my family was going to be there. And also I was running through my neighborhood, right? So my apartment was right there. So I was passing the places that, you know, my grocery store and my kids school and places I'm with my kids every day really meaningful places to me in Manhattan. And so I just, down First Avenue, which is starts around mile 16, I'm just like bawling. And then I see my family and I really start bawling. And so I kind of like let out a release there, kept going, felt really good until mile 19. And mile 19 is when my body started to really break down. I started to really struggle. I walked a little bit. Um, I took, you know, anything I could find. Bananas. People are handing out crazy things during the race. Bananas and oranges and waters and Gatorades and gels and all of these things. So I, I took all the things, all the fuel. 
I made it to Central Park, which is mile 24-ish, popped some Advil, and my feet were just killing me. I mean, my feet were swollen, and my shoes felt too small, and like I could feel like my toenails were just aching. It just sounds so weird. Marathons are so weird. Why do we do them? I do not know, but... I made it to Central Park, which is where a lot of my friends were. And so seeing my friends gave me an extra boost. And then I saw my family at mile 25. And then I just had a mile to go and I did it. I was in so much pain. Probably about like 10 minutes after I finished, it just hit. Like everything hit and I could barely walk. And then the thing is, is the New York City Marathon, you end in Central Park, but they've like closed off all the exits. So you basically have to walk another two miles to meet up with your family and you're in so much pain like the last thing you want to keep doing is moving but you do it the medals are so fun it's this beautiful gold medal and i was able to get my time engraven on it with my name and it was just probably one of the coolest experiences of my life i think about it i'm like childbirth and the marathon like the coolest experiences of my life but also the hardest i don't know doing hard things are is really cool And I felt really um, sore, obviously, for the next couple days. I'm still kind of feeling it, but slowly getting back into running. Right afterwards, I said, I will never do that again. And then about a day afterwards, I was like, oh my gosh, how can I get into the marathon next year? (laughs) So we'll see. I want to run the Disney World Marathon. I think that would be so fun. I also want to run the London Marathon. So that's my marathon bucket list. Who knows? We'll see where life takes me. Next question, if your current self could give yourself advice 10 years ago, what would it be? So 10 years ago, I was 21, turning 21, and I remember that time of my life very vividly. I was in college. I was definitely highly insecure. I was obsessed with, you know, to put it bluntly, how I looked. I was obsessed with being thin, and I was obsessed with just being like this perfect little blonde girl that I thought was the peak way to look and so i had these long hair extensions my hair is not naturally long it doesn't naturally grow long but i had these long hair extensions i was so limited in what i let myself eat and i was so rigid about exercise and i look back and i do realize how many relationships were affected by my need per for perfection i mean It affected friendships, it affected romantic relationships, it affected relationships with my family. If I could just tell 21-year-old Lily something, it would be that there is so much more to life than how you look. There are so many more important things in your life than how you look, so stop letting it consume you. You know, I'm I'm extension-free, I'm not even remotely as rigid as I was back then, in terms of food and exercise and i'm so much happier i have so much more fulfilling relationships and yeah so 21 year old lily needs to know that there's more to life than how you look okay next question favorite sport to play um this was a compliment because something about me maybe says that i can play sports (laughs) Um, when it comes to team sports, I'm really horrendous. Anyone like my best friends, my family will tell you that I'm really bad. Like I'm not the girl who goes and plays intramural soccer and dominates. That's not me. I wish it was deep within my soul. I wish I was that type of athletic, but I'm not, but I do run often and I do love to run. So that's a sport. 
It's my favorite sport to play right now. In terms of team sport, bowling, pretty good. I'm honestly better than average bowler. So uh, running, bowling, favorite sport to watch, honestly depends on the season right now. I'm, I'm loving the NFL right now. It's so, so fun to watch. I historically have said hockey, grew up watching a lot of hockey, and then I married a hockey player. So live hockey, but hockey is a horrendous TV sport. I say this all the time because the puck is so small. It's hard to follow. The players are in like crazy pads. You can't even see their faces. So I'm going to go right now with football, but I do like live in person, a hockey game. Nothing beats it. What is your advice to a woman wanting to start her own business? I would say patient and quiet hard work gets results. Another thing I would say is it's not fun to do it alone. So I started Sportsish, again, alone, completely by myself, really didn't know what I was doing. But then I had people reach out to me, ask if I needed interns, and some of those interns are now employees. And I just can't imagine doing this on my own, not just because of workload, but mostly because every victory I get to celebrate with other women, every step, every milestone that this company takes, every new thousand followers, we have a little celebration in our group text. Every day I get to rub shoulders with other women who are building this with me and it is so much better. Don't do it alone. Find someone else who shares the same passion, the same spark and do it together because it's so much more fun. Um, and also just be patient. It is it is a grind to start something. I know people make it look so easy and I know it looks like everyone's doing it and that it's easy. And if you have a great idea, that you should you should start your own company and you can and you should but just know it's so hard so my advice for a woman starting your own business um first of all maybe do it <laughs> before you have kids <laughs> just kidding but that but kids do make it a lot harder and uh your time is is more precious i will say that and second of all be patient with yourself and with your and with growth and third of all, don't do it alone. Entrepreneurship can feel really lonely, really, really lonely. At many jobs, you have a boss and the boss is telling you what to do. When you are an entrepreneur, you are telling yourself what to do. And that actually is a very difficult feeling to be in charge of not just yourself, but your employees and to be the one who makes the decisions. I'm a bad decision maker. You know, I... I fulfill the stereotype. I have a really hard time deciding where we want to go to eat on like a date night. It's just absolutely brutal for me to make that type of a decision. So think of like, you know, big company decisions. Those, that's really hard. Um, so it can feel really lonely and just finding your people and the people that share the passion and want to help your business grow and share the same dreams as you, that, that makes all the difference. So that would be my advice. The last question that I will answer is, do I think Aaron Rodgers will return from injury this season? And the answer is yes. I don't know what kind of voodoo dolphin mating drugs stuff that guy is doing behind the scenes, but he is walking without a boot. He's walking without crutches. And I think he's coming back and the Jets need him. Let's be honest. 
those poor Jets fans were so excited to have him back. Someone asked me my favorite football team, and I guess historically it has been the Jets just because I am from the New York area, but also never really been that good in my lifetime, so it's hard to cheer for a team that's not that good. Admittedly, my favorite football team right now is my fantasy team. I'm like so obsessed with how my players are doing. It's so fun. If you've never played fantasy football, guys, that is the way to become a football fan. All of a sudden, you really care about these players and and their personal lives because that affects how they play. And so my favorite team is my fantasy football team. Uh, You burrow with me. That's that's the name of it in our sports-ish Taylor Swift themed league. Can I just can I just say like we had a Taylor Swift themed fantasy football league long before we had any inkling of her dating a football player. Like what is happening? It's just it's just like I said, it's it's like the most special thing. So again, thank you, Travis and Taylor. I also like like the 49ers right now. We just interviewed Lisa McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's mom, and they have a really good looking team and I think they're going to do really well this season. Uh, and obviously, I'm a Swifty, so I also like the Chiefs. So my favorite team right now, I'm kind of all over the board. I've historically only hated the Patriots. Sorry, not sorry. That's going to do it for my Q&A. Thank you for for asking the questions, for listening. The thing about Sportsish is, you know, it's not just me. We have we have a team of us, and I happen to be the, the voice and the face But I think it's so important noting that there are a team of really incredible women behind what we do. And, you know, sometimes I, I, sometimes I do think people think it's, it's all me. It's so, it's so much more than me, so much bigger than me. And I'm just so grateful for the team behind me. And yeah, so happy, happy 31 to me with with our q a to celebrate and like i said i'm bringing on my husband to discuss a very imperative issue going on in the sports world right now so when we come back you'll hear from him the sportsish podcast is brought to you by mixers hormone support for every stage of womanhood guys like i always say i use mixers multiple times a week and they have an incredible Black Friday sale going on right now, 25% off. And you can use their code Black Friday to save on their stuff. You get 25% off all subscriptions. If I had to recommend one thing from Mixers, it would be the Herb Boost. It's basically like a natural energy drink. So you avoid the crash and the jitters. It promotes brain health, it calms your mind, and it aids metabolism. And they have a new holiday flavor. It's called Cinnamon Chai, and it's so delicious. Mixers use code SPORTSISH to save. The SPORTSISH podcast is also brought to you by Just Ingredients, health and wellness products using only real ingredients. Speaking of holiday flavors, Just Ingredients released some holiday exclusive protein powders. They have eggnog, they have chocolate peppermint, they have vanilla peppermint, all in time for the holiday season. The best thing about their protein powder is it's made from only real whole food ingredients with no added fillers, emulsifiers, or gums. It has no artificial sweeteners or sugar alcohols. It's 100% grass-fed, non-denatured whey imported from Europe, and it tastes 
so fresh and so good. Use the code sports.ish to save on your order. Ashton, welcome to the podcast for an important discussion. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. But before we go there, I do want to say I've been thinking about scenarios in which it would be appropriate for me to do what Taylor did to Travis. Which is what? What do you mean, which is? You you don't know what I'm talking about. The run and jump. The run and jump post-concert. Oh, yeah. You know, right after she finishes the concert, she goes backstage, she waves to her fans, and then she runs and jumps and kisses Travis. Yeah. It's so romantic. I've been, tr- I've been trying to think. I'm like, in what scenario is this appropriate? Because, you know, I, I'm not in the biggest tour in the world. You're not in the NFL. Close, but not quite. Yeah. You're also not six five. Not, you're, you're a great. Feels like height. a little bit of a knock. No, but, you're, uh, you're okay. a great height. <laughs> great. So, but I'm just like, when is this appropriate? Is it ever appropriate? They also spend a lot of time apart. So it feels like yeah. I've, I've come up with some, some ideas. Oh, all right. Let's hear it. Like after I put the kids to bed. Yeah, it feels appropriate. You know, it's just like a rush. Yeah, you know, it's like basically like performing in front of 90,000 Argentinians. Honestly, might be harder in our household. Yeah, actually could be true. Another thought was like maybe if you go play like basketball with your buddies Yep, feels appropriate. You know, like there's, it's basically like NFL football. Pretty close, yeah. We'll have spent probably an hour and a half apart. Mm-hmm. And so that feels appropriate. Yep. Another was like maybe after I get back from a little jog. Oh, yep. A little yep. run, right? My endorphins are high, just like Taylor's were post-concert. Definitely. I don't know, like... A little run, jump, kiss. Yeah. Could we do it? Are we capable? I mean, define capable. Like, yeah, I feel like we're probably capable of doing that, but I... I don't know. I've, I, don't, I don't know if we've ever done anything so romantic. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm pretty confident the first year of dating slash and then also, like, first part of marriage, I feel like we were more romantic. Were we? Yeah, I mean, look, they're still in the honeymoon phase. Look, hopefully they're always like that. But, always. like, we're more than capable of doing that. So should, should we start doing it? I, I mean, yeah, I guess. for Only for huge celebrations like putting our kids down, though. Okay. All right. Moving on. So this pressing matter that I've been talking about is that people came out with a list of 21 of the sexiest men in sports. Yeah. Yes, they did. I'm shook that I'm not on the list, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Oh, dear. Um, And so I wanted to see if you could guess who was on the list, because I don't know who put this list together, People Magazine, but... I'm going to guess it's done terribly, but uh, I'm willing to guess. Obvious ones, the Kelsey brothers. The Kelsey brothers are on on there. Both on it, all right? Okay, you couldn't even miss that. That's been everywhere, so I know that. Outside of those two, I literally have no idea, but I'm going to throw out some guesses based on who I know. Can you confirm if it's all, like, which sports it is? Is it four major North American sports? Is it, like, inclusive of? It, it includes tennis. It includes boxing and F1 racing. Okay. Um, and 
Is that a surfer? Who who is making this list? People magazine. People magazine. Okay, so super reliable. Okay, we got the cat. How many are there again? Oh, and soccer. Okay, how many are there? Twenty one. We're talking like Premier European League as well, or we're talking like MLS. Premier. It feels like a popular contest. That's the thing. I'm is just I clarifying think... some things? Also, how many people are on this list? I know I've you already told me. Literally said this. Yeah, three just, times. I, I, there's a lot of information I'm trying to process right now, so I'm, I'm gonna need that third time. There's 21 people on okay. this list. Got it. All right, so I got two of them, the Kelsey brothers. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're gonna put Ronaldo on there. Wrong. He is not on there. That Messi. is shocking. They put, they put Messi on there. They though. did. They put Messi. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm a huge Messi's the goat guy, but like objectively speaking, Ronaldo's better looking. Oh yeah. Also, isn't Messi like five six? Yeah, but to be fair, we don't judge height, all right? Short kings, you live. We you love live. short kings. Yes, keep going. Okay, so I got three. You said boxers. Let's go Canelo. No. This particular boxer Ryan is... Ryan Garcia? No. He has been on a reality TV show. What the... F- Tommy Fury? Yeah, he's cute. Okay, yeah, you're right. I forgot he's a professional boxer. All right, you know what? Objectively speaking, he's 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 pretty good looking. So we got four. We got Tommy Fury, Kelsey Brothers, tennis players. Who's who's hot in tennis right now? Are they American? One is. One is American. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I know who he's the one who's kind of like a dark horse. Did pretty well in the U.S. Open, right? Tiafo. Yeah. Is that who you're thinking of? I don't know. Yeah, we'll go Tiafo. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Who's that? Tiafo. Got it. Okay. Didn't know he looked like that, but that was the that was the name I was thinking. It's not Djokovic, though, is it? No. I was like, holy cow. I've never heard of this man. Grigor Dimitrov. Oh, Dimitrov. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of him, but I like again. All right, okay. Moving on from tennis players, because I'm not going to get the third one. Matteo Berrettini. Yep. Wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten the name. I, I, I know, like, when you say the name, I'm like, okay, yes, but, like... Would have never come up with that name on my own. F1. Max Verstappen. Actually, no. I've just thrown out names. So just thrown out the most popular ones. Just uh, the other Hamilton. one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the only he, one. He should have been on there, too. He's, he's the only he's one. a good looking guy. Premier soccer players. So there's Messi. Was Mbappe on there? Mbappe's not. No. There's two more. One is from Brazil. Oh, Neymar? Yes. Okay. Uh, debatable, but sure. The other one is from South Korea. Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's oh, right. I, um, Sun, Sun, Sun is his last name Sun, or first that, name, that's his not first sure. Name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. I don't know. I don't know his last name. Sun Hyung Min. Yeah, yeah. I knew that one. Min. Count it. Um, okay, got got the soccer players. In and terms it, of football, you have a few more to name. A few more to name? Two Just of hold them. on. Give me a second. Joe Burrow. Yes. Okay. Obviously, Joe Burrow. Are are they quarterbacks? No. What teams are they on? Green Bay Packers and Miami Dolphins, and both of them are dating or married to very famous people. You're not going to know who he is. I'm going to say his name, and you're going to be like, "Who's that?" Say it. Jonathan Owens. He's married to Simone Biles. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know that him. The next one is dating Alex Earl. I don't know who that is. Oh, Berrios. You don't know who Alex Earl is? No, I don't. But I do know yes, you've you talked. Do. I know. I know you've talked about her, 
and her boyfriend Barrios. You um, know, you know who Alex Ross. No, I legitimately have no idea. I've heard the name, not a clue what she does or why she's famous. <laughs> okay. Okay, then the NBA. Uh, let's see, big names. NBA, there's three. Nikola Jokic. No. He should be there. Handsome guy. Good looking guys. Hot dads is hey, all I have hey, to say. Hey, hey, hey. Don't spoil it for me. Steph Curry's obviously on there. Yeah. He... There's two more, you say. Who are some of the good looking guys in the league who are popular? Is Jimmy Butler on there? He is, but that's, yeah, I hate it. I hate okay. that. Jimmy Butler. He's and then there's zero one more. Percent give, sexy. Me, give me a second. Hot dad. Hot dad. Jason Tatum. Yes. Nailed it. He is hot. Okay, three MLB players. Three MLB. Gotta be Bryce Harper. Has gotta be on it. He's not on it. All right. What kind of sick joke is this? <laughs> Shohei Otani. Yes. He's he's a hot guy though. Like, look. He's so cute. Two. One more baseball player. No, two more. I can't believe Bryce Harper's not on it. What a joke. Is it Verlander? <laughs> no. Oh, thank goodness. Also, good looking guy, but we hate the Astros. Both on the Dodgers. Both on the oh, Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie's on there. Look, Mookie's a good-looking guy as well. No shade to him, okay? But they're better-looking guy than me, but there are better-looking guys in the MLB. Cody Bellinger. Yeah, Cody Bellinger. I was going to say the one who they make jokes about being stoned all the time. I'm quite sure he is. He could be. Now you are just missing the hockey player. Yeah, Tom Wilson. No. What? But it's on his team. Ovechkin? <laughs> <laughs> no. He, it should have been TJ Oshie. No, 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 no. Tom Wilson. He's better. He's the best looking guy on their team. Hands down. I have no idea. Who is it? Mikhail Kempney. Okay, interesting. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Just one hockey one player. One hockey player? I'm deeply offended. This list is terrible. No, no shade to the guys on the list. There's just so many better looking guys. I know. There's a, a surfer. To be fair, I don't know who that hockey player is, so he might be a total rocket. He's not. Stop saying the word rocket. It's so uncomfortable. I'm not, not ashamed. Okay, a surfer? Slater? <laughs> he's like 70 years old. He's a good looking guy. I don't know. That's the only surfer I know. Kanoa Igashari. Yeah, that's not how you pronounce that. <laughs> Igarashi. Igarashi. Oh, he's he's Japanese. Yeah, he is for sure. How how would you pronounce that? Kanoa Igarashi. Yes, that's him. He's on the Probably list. Probably Igarashi. He was the World League Surf Champion. That a boy. Represent. Is that everyone? That's it. Nailed it. All 21. Basically got that without any help. Well, very deeply disappointed in that list. Look, all of those guys, hot guys for sure, but so many snubs. Who is your hottest athlete of okay, all time? Tom Wilson should be up there. Super hot. Okay. There's a bunch of really handsome NHL players like the Hughes brothers, Matt Barzal, also very good looking guy. MLB, a ton of really good looking guys, and it feels like they just went popularity contest. I feel like they just picked the most popular from that league, which a lot of snubs are because there's a lot of pretty boys in soccer, it feels like. Oh my gosh. The French soccer player needs to be on this list. Olivier Giroud. Who else got totally snubbed? Bryce Harper, obviously. 
I feel like there's a couple really handsome uh, MLB players who got snubbed. Dansby Swanson. Yeah, he got snubbed. Snub. NFL feels like a lot of players were snubbed there. Feels like they kind of want a popularity contest. Yeah, what's going on? Jalen Hurts is not on this. Yeah, Jalen Hurts not on there. Joe Burrow's a really handsome guy and maybe deserves to be there purely based on like style too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're laughing. I mean, I'm just speaking objectively. I I know a good-looking guy when I see one. Right? Joe like, Burrow is handsome. Joe Burrow, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, not shocked he's on the list. I think when you like put everything together, it's like yeah, he probably deserves to be there because like look. You know, like swagger counts, style counts, and then physical attributes. Hate it or love it. <laughs> the NFL is missing many, many men. Yeah, there's a lot of good NFL, good-looking NFL players. Like, I mean, I get OBJ's not in his prime anymore. He's sort of outside of the spotlight, but like, he's a really good-looking guy. We've got Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey needs to be on this list. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey should be on that list. Nick, Look, even the, Nick even, Bosa. Nick Bosa. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, like just a, like they definitely win popularity contests. Whoever made this list, terrible job. <laughs> and that's all we have for the Sportsish podcast this week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. <laughs>